0: Double Feature with Angela and Cheryl. I'm one of your co hosts, Cheryl. I'm Angela, your other co host. So, uh, as usual, or no, that's actually wrong. We are not (laughs) doing what we usually do. (laughs) Uh, So, our podcast uh, is called Double Feature, and usually we watch uh, a current movie and then we watch an older movie. uh, But and and compare the two. But uh, this month there are a bunch of animated films that are coming out that we wanted to see. So we're gonna do that instead um, and just compare them with their their original counterparts. yeah so last week we listened to or we (laughs) did not listen to the lego movie we watched the lego movie Mm -hmm. uh and this week uh we are watching the lego movie 2 the second part so what did you like about this film angela because i know we have we have very different opinions on this
1: we have very different opinions on this um i for one really really like this movie um i think it's I wouldn't say it's better than the first one because I think that's a feat that very few movies can actually do. But I think this is at least very close to or on par with the first one, which I think probably a bit controversial. But mm-hmm. no, I, I think it was a really fun movie, and I think even though this one felt a little bit more childish mm-hmm. and more definitely more like kids' movie kind of feeling than mm-hmm. the previous one, I think this was like the natural direction that they just took the movie, and I think it's kind of cute how they you know i mean i feel like for me the the novelty hasn't worn off and i just mm. really love all the the way the little pieces like mesh together and build <laughs> upon each other pun Literally. intended yes um so no i think this is a really cute movie and even if it's a bit more childish than the previous one i really like it i like the characters i thought the little meta things like haven't gotten really old yet mm-hmm. and oh my gosh the soundtrack is freaking amazing <laughs> I liked the soundtrack. I love the soundtrack. I could go back and probably write a piece about how much I love this soundtrack. (laughs) I was literally listening to it on the way here, by the way. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I I like this movie too
0: much. So, anyways. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I think everything you like about it is what I don't like about it. Uh, I just, I thought it was too sweet. I thought it was too. I, I, just too much of a kid's movie. I thought the first one was, like, it had a good balance of appealing to an adult audience and appealing to um, a kid's audience, but this one, like, leaned way too heavily on on the children's mm-hmm. side for me. Um, and, I mean, I think that might be fine for, obviously, the people who are children who are watching this <laughs> but uh I don't know yeah as as an adult uh I I just wasn't a fan um I just thought it was like too saccharine sweet uh I thought I don't know I I just didn't think it was like different enough from the first one um that it it, it justified existing like uh yeah I just I thought it was like a, kind of a rehash of the first of the first movie.
1: Yeah, I can definitely see that. And I think, well, rather than, okay, how about this? So rather than actually going through, like, the pros and cons of each, because I think we have very different pros yeah, and cons, okay. <laughs> I think it might be better to break it down by, like, category, like, plot-wise, oh, okay, character, okay. things like that. Okay. Um. So in terms of the plot, um, was your main, like, issue with it?
0: Um, I don't know. I just, I felt like, it was just boring like I just did not I was not attached to anyone I was kind of just like okay whatever like especially the first two-thirds of the movie I mm. thought we're just like okay like what are we doing here um I I honestly can't even remember what happens in the first two-thirds of the movie <laughs> and I saw this like two days ago like yeah. it
1: just it I, can, was... I, I agree with some of that I feel yeah like, Yeah, like, now that I think back on it, like, what did happen? Yeah. (laughs) I feel like the overall feeling the plot gave me, I liked, even though I do have, like, specific issues with it. But the last, I want to say maybe not even third, for me, it's, like, the last half of it, I Mm -hmm. really liked.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah, I just thought that, like, I don't know, the plot was, like, do you remember what happened? Because I'm, like, I literally don't remember. Okay, okay,
1: so, okay, so... Basically, there's this invading army in that the invading army is supposed to be, like, the little human child's little sister.
0: Oh, yes! Oh, my God, I totally forgot that. And yeah. she wants to
1: play with him because after the first um, Lego movie, the dad's like, okay, well, now that you guys get to play with my Legos, that means you and your sister get to play, like, together.
0: Right. Um, and Tiffany so, Haddish is the evil queen. Yes. yes. Evil queen. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, no, I think, like... Yeah, so basically, what is is it? Basically, the little sister keeps invading, and there's this, like, I want to say, like, astronaut kind of... Oh, yeah, General Mayhem. Yes, General Mayhem comes in and basically tries to, like, take all the previous heroes that we kind of know and try to integrate them into the system, but then everybody is, like, very, like, resistant to it just because they think it's, like evil and sinister plot I think I do have some problems with but mm-hmm. I think it wasn't enough of an issue to take me entirely out of the movie but I do the one plot point that's like really confusing to me is Rex Vest. like oh yeah basically there's this one character who is the future version of Emmett mm-hmm. and did you say virgin virgin <laughs> yeah version <laughs> sometimes I can't pronounce words good so it's fine uh, <laughs> Anyways, the future version of Emmett. Um, And he has, like, he's got this permanent marker and he drew all over his face to make himself all, like, buff and serious and whatnot. And he basically went back to the past to help himself so that he doesn't give himself over to the little girl's, like, imagination. Yeah. So... My issue with that is that it literally doesn't make sense. Like, how can this toy exist on its own? How can this toy time travel? (laughs) How can this toy... Why does this toy want to be exterminated? Because if he goes back and, like, makes everybody go into the bin of storage, um, (laughs) like, literally nothing else exists. And he wouldn't exist either. But I'm sure that's just, like, a plot contrivance. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was very confusing. But I do forgive that because time travel is just, like, crazy and doesn't ever make sense. Right. Um, so, I mean, I, like, it was kind of weird. But I did like Rex Vest as a character. Mm. Um, I thought he was pretty funny. And, like, I didn't really think that he was going to be the villain. Oh, so, yeah, that's the big twist. Yeah, that is the big twist. And I, I mean, I kind of appreciated it because in the first movie like president business is like obviously the villain Mm. and there's no you know there's like no like getting around that Mm -hmm. um but in this movie it was like i don't know you like didn't really know who it was and then yeah and it turns out to be someone maybe you didn't really expect it to be
1: but then it kind of makes sense because i guess the character of rex danger if he's Emmett from the future and Emmett is supposed to be like the stand-in for the brother character Mm -hmm. than like the grown-up version of him that is very like serious and like it's either my way or like the highway Mm -hmm. that kind of makes sense in the I guess the meta plot Mm -hmm. that he's the villain because he's the one kind of destroying the sister's like
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um toys and stuff
0: yeah yeah that's true that's true um yeah I mean like with the whole sister brother thing I really did not like that. (laughs) I just thought it was so... Oh, I don't know. It was just so cheesy. And Mm. I think that, like, the whole... Like, I didn't like the live-action part in the first movie either. I thought it was a bit too heavy-handed. So, like, all of the live-action stuff in this movie was just, like, way, way, way too much for me. Um, I just... I I thought at least with the live-action parts in the first movie, you could kind of excuse it just because you don't really know that, like, the father and the son are fighting, and that's kind of ah. what's causing everything in the Lego world to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, in in the second movie, you just, you know that, like, the sister and the brother arguing is, like, the, the I don't know, motivating factor or whatever, or, like, driving mm-hmm. the plot in the Lego part. So, yeah, and I feel like knowing that just... Makes it less interesting, you know. Okay. Like, yeah, I feel like the Lego parts of the movie can't really stand on its own without the live action part. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I just don't like that.
1: Yeah. I can, I, yeah. I can definitely see some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I do like the Lego parts more, definitely more mm-hmm. than the live action portions. Um, there are some parts that are just kind of confusing, and I think it's, like what is it, the Captain Mayhem character. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you, like, they played it so straight that it it kind of becomes hard for them to argue that she was, like, trying to help them, like, all along. Like, she mm-hmm. was just trying to appeal to, like, Lucy, I think her name is? Yeah, Wild mm-hmm. Um Wildstyle. Wildstyle's, like, more tough side and that's why she was like trying to be so aggressive and evil when taking them and i think that part definitely didn't really make sense Mm -hmm. but i think the overall moral of the story i think is really good and i i don't really know if they were to make like a lego movie what else they could have done other than expand on it because it doesn't really make sense if it just becomes entirely legos Mm -hmm. like um i've seen I've seen Lego Batman I've seen even Lego ninjago because I'm one of those people <laughs> um I'm pretty sure um Lego Ninjago plays it entirely straight, like the entire world is basically set in the Lego land, mm-hmm. and there's this tiny bit at the beginning where there's like this little boy character who is in this like trinket shop, and there's like Jackie Chan there, mm-hmm. and he's like, You need a master, and then that's literally all you have to explain the situation in the movie, <laughs> and that's literally it, yeah, um, but I think this movie more than like the other ones it's like it's like a good moral, and I think it's like I mean it's cheesy, it's cutesy, whatever it's it's childish, but I think mm-hmm. overall, I think they they did something that was like acceptable yeah. um i don't know where you could take this to be even more meta and even
0: more like entertaining mm-hmm. if like if you were to do it any other way mm-hmm yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely a great movie for its intended audience. Um, there were a ton included, of included, t- <laughs> including me <laughs> and Angela. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like when we went to see it, there were like a ton of yeah, kids it was in the a ton theater. Of kids. Yeah, um, and I think like the movie is great for them. It's just, I don't yeah. know. Once you like, I don't know. Once you <laughs> become an adult. <laughs> You can say that okay. it's um, I've accepted that I'm very um youthful. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So youthful. Yes. Um, yeah, I just I just don't think that it appeals to an adult audience as much as mm-hmm. maybe other animated movies do.
1: I mean, it's interesting that you say this because I feel like a lot of the writing in the movie is very geared towards adults. Like, there's hmm. a lot of humor that yeah. kids would not understand. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm just remembering the part. It was in, oh my gosh, the song that I love, um, Gotham City Guys, <laughs> where <laughs> Tiffany Haddish is like, um, singing with, I guess, Will Arnett, who's playing Batman. And Batman says something like, oh, like, or no, no, no. Um, Tiffany Haddish is like, oh, I don't even like you even when you were Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. And that is not a joke that any kid would get. <laughs> yeah, and then Batman's true. like, oh, I liked um, when it was um, Val Val Kilmer yeah. and mentioned, like, Adam West. Like, mm-hmm. these are not things that the typical kid is going to understand. Um, and, I yeah, it's kind of interesting that they did the – they mesh these two it kind of reminds me of shrek which is as you know one of my other favorite movies it's yeah. whatever but yeah it's there's so much written for adults but at the same time there's like
0: a lot to enjoy for kids so. yeah yeah that's true i think the references definitely do um appeal to an adult audience um although i think that was a a bit heavy-handed as well i love <laughs> It's just, there were, like, so many references mm-hmm. um, to, to like, pop culture and, and movies and things, which obviously only adults would get. Um, but, yeah, I just, I thought it was a bit too much. Um, mm-hmm. Just everything about this movie I thought was just, like, too much. Like, just tone it down a little bit, and I think I would have appreciated it more.
1: I think this movie is what people expected Lego Movie to be. Yeah, probably in the first one. Um, I think it's interesting though that well, the first one is kind of <laughs> like we discussed last week is kind of about authoritarianism in a yeah. funny way. <laughs> I think this one is like a takedown of capitalism, even down to the fact that the the catchy song of this one isn't everything is awesome. It's I think it's called this catchy song. It's oh, the one yeah. that's, like, this catchy song will get stuck inside your head. Like, mm-hmm. that song. It's, like, everything is so capitalist that it's, like, they're just, like, you you wanted all this mm-hmm. consumerism. Here you have it. And, oh, my gosh, this is this is something that I thought about that I don't know if is entirely true. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure they, ad- they added the whole plot contrivance with, um... Lucy being the former pop star with like blue hair instead of black hair oh. to make another version of her so they could sell her <laughs> <laughs> the little leg over see, this is like Wild Style, the one with black hair. This is Lucy, like the former idol with blue hair. Like wow. I feel like that's probably yeah. taken into consideration. Also Emmett, who's basically or no, Rex Danger Vest mm-hmm. is like another version of him. They wow. just want to sell
0: toys. Yeah, I mean Yeah, introducing new characters. This is one big commercial for Legos. Yep. Like we went and watched it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I, I I don't hate this movie. I just kind of passively dislike it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of like, eh. yeah. Yeah, for me, it's um, it's not great and it's not terrible. I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah middle middle ground yes just middle ground yeah i just feel like there's very little to say about this movie like it's it is what you think it would be Mm -hmm. and it appeals to the people that you think it would appeal to like yeah i there's just like not that much to say i feel like Mm -hmm. all right on that note um we will see you
1: next week thank you for joining us next week we'll be watching uh, How to Train Your Dragon, yeah. um, and one then and two, one and two, and then the week after that we will be watching the new one, the yes. How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World, mm-hmm. and I'm we'll so be so excited finishing up animation week yes. or no animation month. month. So, yeah, yeah, that'll be really exciting. Yeah, so we'll be back to our regular podcast system after that. See you next week. <laughs>